one time summer camp. And welcome everybody to this one time at summer camp with your three lovely hosts. Uh, I'm Jeff. That's John. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that was him. And that's Aaron over there. He just giggled when he said his name. <laughs> It's just, it's funny because I can't see any of your faces. We yeah. have we have the video off for internet reasons, but like, oh gosh. when he said, "and that's John," I just I could see him <laughs> pointing at me and laughing, and it just made me laugh. I actually was pointing at my computer where your face normally is. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, felt- hey guys, happy New Year and Merry Christmas! Since I didn't get to talk to you guys in this mm-hmm. format. Yeah. During the holidays. Yeah, it's Ooh. been a while. We took a couple weeks off, um, and we're back. We're ready to go. Um, Woo! What was everybody's favorite Christmas gift? Ooh. Oh. Uh, yeah, Could I you... got a... I'll, I guess I'll start. Um, I got a little, like, shipping <laughs> net um, Ooh. to practice my shipping and golf because my short game You're is gonna have not that great. I won't have time for it, but I got it. <laughs> And eventually I will maybe use it. I golfed in college. I'll help. <laughs> Thanks, John. Oh, wow. we, should, we should totally go golfing. Uh, let's see. My favorite gift. Katrina got me. I don't know actually what it's called, but it's like this small like metal uh, hand drum thing. Um, Bongos. It's got, like, huh? Bongos. No, 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 no. It's like it's made of it's made of metal. <laughs> Car tires. It's super cool. It was really cool. The first thing I played was the Jurassic Park theme. I was very happy. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> oh, is it like the thing that Michael Scott brings back in the office and he like drums on it? No, that's a steel drum. Oh. Um, but it's like imagine that, it's but metal. now it's like there's not it's not like um concaved in the middle, like it's just like a it looks like a big rock, honestly, but there's like numbers on it and that's where you hit the different notes. Sounds the exact I'll same. look up the daggum name. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, do that. So um, what'd you get? So I got so many great gifts, and I didn't mean to say, like, your favorite. Like, all the rest were terrible. Um, <laughs> but I did get a wonderful gift from my wife. I got a ice fishing sled and two little chairs. Ooh, so, what the heck is an ice fishing sled? It's a, just a big sled um, that's deep that you can fit all your ice fishing stuff in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. it's called, okay, my thing's called a steel tongue drum. Um, okay, y'all just Google it. I, that's all, I, I'm, not, I'm not going into this anymore. Just Google it. What if I just Google steel tongue? Will it come up? Probably. I don't yeah. know. Just go for you it. Okay. I'm going to do it. I have no steel tongue. Yep, that's what shows up. Oh, <laughs> thank, okay. Thank God. Nice. <laughs> and yes, I had safe search on. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to open this up with a get to know you question then. So um, my question is, uh, what is your New Year's resolution? I mean, we just had New Year's. Everyone oh. does it. And they, if you didn't, you have to think of one now because I'm making you. Um, <laughs> so I'll introduce myself first. I'm Jeff Thompson. I'm the former program director of both Sugar Creek and Lutherdale in Wisconsin. And my New Year's resolution is to buy a house. Ooh, oh, I'm good cheating. For you. Good one. <laughs> good for you. That's also like a cheating answer. I demand a new answer. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm done. Uh, John, you're next. 
I'm next. Okay. Yep. So my what the <laughs> Is that just a bowl that you put rice in? That's um, the steel tongue drum. No. Um, so my my wife and I actually wrote down a list of things that we're gonna do, um, and one of mine is. Guys, <laughs> stop distracting. Um, <laughs> one of one of one of mine is graduate from my master's program. Yeah, oh, that's good. Which I. I know I can do within the year, but it's like, how soon can I do it? Your guys' answers are super, like, grown up. <laughs> My resolution last year was to try to learn to like carrots. <clears throat> oh. I remember you telling us about this. Yeah. yeah. I can eat, Okay, I can eat stewed carrots, by the way. Raw carrots are still freaking disgusting. Put it in beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fine. Uh... <laughs> My resolution, I actually told Kath this, uh, uh, what I want to do is go to all of our relatives um, that like to cook, especially like our older ones, and they have all these like family recipes that are mm. definitely not written down, and so I want to try to make a family cookbook. Oh, that's year. nice. God, that's um, adorable. Yeah, well, like, for instance, my mother-in-law makes the best red beans and rice I have ever had, Ooh. and... There's also, like, for New Year's, typically Katrina's grandmother makes, uh, she's from the Netherlands, and so she makes these traditional, like, Dutch, like, donut things that are you're supposed to eat on New Year's Eve, and then she has her own recipe for black-eyed peas and stuff, and we had to call her to figure out how to even begin to make these things, and I was realizing, like, that would really suck if something happened and we never had these recipes, so. Like, what was the, what's the, the, the donut? Uh, so it's called Olibolen. And Ooh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's super good. Um, and there's olibolin and apple floppin. <laughs> yep, those are the words. Apple floppin. Apple, apple floppin. It's fun to say and fun to eat. I think that's, awesome. that's what we're gonna name our kid. <laughs> Wait, what? What do you mean what? He just. You haven't said it on the podcast yet. Oh. When you talked about Christmas gifts, I honestly thought you were going to say that because you're like, my wife got me something really great. I was like, oh, he's going to go so cheesy here. John and I I are having a kid. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. That's also exciting, but like, I got ice fishing stuff. (laughs) No, I got, okay. Let me, let me rephrase mine. My wife got me this awesome ice fishing sled that I can carry my baby out ice fishing with me. Congratulations, oh, plus we're having a baby this Yay! year. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> if you don't name him either Jeff or Aaron, I'm going to be really upset. I'm I just really saying him. Think... If it's a girl still, Jeff or Aaron. I'm going to sh- I'm going to ship the names. So it'll be Jaren. Jaren. Oh, yes. Dude, Jaren. Yeah. I love it. I'm all for AF <laughs> I like that better actually than Jaron, yeah. I, I like Jaron A. F. Davidson. Ooh. Ooh, that that has a good ring. It sounds very biblical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure Moses' third cousin was named this. Was named A. F. goodness. I feel like we haven't talked to each other for a while, so we have an introduction. It's, oh, it's, I'm so sorry, listeners. <laughs> this is, this, yeah, it has been weeks. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. I'm two inches taller since we last talked. 
<laughs> Why? Why? I, it's just been so long. I went. I hit puberty. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, all right. cool. Where were we? I don't know. John, did you say who you are? Oh, they, uh, no, not did he interview? Yeah, no, not you didn't either. Yes, I did. Jeff, I did. Jeff, Jeff did. Yeah, I did. Okay, so I'm I'm John. I am the former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp in the beautiful state of Idaho. It's nice and snowy here. Um, there's plenty of snow up at camp, but you wouldn't know because nobody can get into camp right now without skiing in. That's it. <laughs> cool. Uh, let's see. I'm Aaron Colwick, the former program director of Briarwood and Camp Stoney. Um, and I live down here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, which is very damp right now, actually. Oh, it's damp. It's super... Uh, it, we, we had like two solid days of rain, so it definitely uh, p- put a damper on my New Year's ah. Eve plan. Did you... You didn't get the snow. No, we did not get the snow down here. I saw Let's San Antonio got it, right? <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> All I want is snow. Like, literally, I just want one day. Just one day of snow. We haven't had snow in Come so to long. Wisconsin. I got plenty. Like, okay. You can take it back with you. It's a little too much snow. <laughs> you, if we keep burning fossil fields, like, you can get smog snow. <laughs> that is so close to what I want. And yet so far away. <laughs> wow. We don't do this for like two weeks, and we're just falling apart, it feels like. Uh, <laughs> anyways, move us along, host. Aaron, host. bring us a camp hack. A camp hack? Uh, my camp hack today is more, is, is more of a... It's almost a soapbox, if you will. It's, it's, I love I'm here soapboxes. I'm, I'm here to talk to all of you uh, people who help run camp, whether that you're the executive director, program director facilities, what, whatever you are, during summer camp specifically, I, I have something to tell you on why it's important, and that is counselors in this day and age, having their phones can be useful. Now hear me out. Now hear me out. One thing, one thing I, I actually did some research here, and I went to a few different camp websites that I know of, and I went to look at their pictures, and I was specifically looking for summer camp pictures. And you have a lot of them that are the typical, like, the kids arm in arm, and they're, like, posing and smiling. You have some where the kid's, like, on the rock wall looking back with the helmet on. They got that, like, weird, awkward smile where their, like, (laughs) arms are shaking, but they're still trying to pose for the camera. Mm -hmm. So what what I've done before and what I've advised on a few camps, and it's typically worked out well, you just have to manage this, is there's been this kind of flux in – well, let's just say that they're typically before, like, you shouldn't have your phones on you when you're a counselor. I think we all have experienced this, correct? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. never. Never, thanks. And really? You're a good team member. No, um, yeah, no phones. Um, and so one thing that we started shifting to, because rather than fighting it over and over again, was I said, you can have your phones for one reason, and that is to take pictures. We've... At the end of the day, you can send me your favorite three photos that you took of the day, and we'll see if we can use those. And if you, your, uh, every week, we would select three photos for the whole week. And I would say, if you're one of the three lucky photos, you win, and those photos get used in our promotional materials throughout the rest of the year. And 
the best three of the summer get put on the front page of the website. Oh, yeah. And so what you do and we give the recognition to who took it, blah, blah, blah. And so what it turns into is you get some really, really quality photos that aren't just posed photos. Like you get a few of like the kid like goes fishing and gets poses for it. But you also get like the kids are playing volleyball and you get some really good like camaraderie photos. One of my favorite photos that anyone ever took, there was this really shy girl and just not really athletic or anything. She's kind of like a, you know, keeps to herself. And she went to go play and she was playing, um, if you all know the game, Nukem. Yeah. yeah, she was playing Nukem and ended up winning, being the only one left taking down three people just because she had the good, you know, strategy of throw in the corner. And so <laughs> she she ended up winning and like her whole team like ran over and gave there's this huge group hug and somebody in the middle picked her up a little bit. So she's just a little bit taller and she has this huge smile on her face. Y'all, mm-hmm. it's precious. Um, I ended up showing that photo to her mom who picked her up at the end of the week and she like was tearing up over it. Um, she's like, I can't believe you got this, blah, blah. And it wouldn't have happened if we didn't let a counselor have their phone. Now, that being said, if they abuse it, we make a pretty good trade off and say, we let you have your phones. But if we don't think you're being responsible with it, you lose it for the week and it becomes ours. If it happens again, you get time off essentially you get dismissed and we'll see how it goes and so it becomes a pretty serious transgression if you're not right with it but this is one of my things of you can keep fighting the fight as long as you want and sometimes in some places it's not as much of a fight because there's like not so reception at your camp but if you're like certain camps that are like have like 5g network in the middle of it then it can be a battle to fight for it all the time because these kids literally have had phones most of their lives and so if you can find a way to meet middle ground or explain why, how you could use it responsibly or to help benefit the camp, then there you go. All the better. And that's my soapbox. Nice. I, I want to say two things. So Aaron and I, I think, John, we've had this conversation before about this. And um, I commend Aaron for like pushing and challenging it because I think that's where camps can grow is when you don't just like accept that oh no we can't have phones because we we just never have phones like you have to be here for the kids like Mm -hmm. dive into it like Aaron did do the research figure out like the meaning behind it and how can we adapt with these times because like when we were on summer staff like phones weren't as big of a deal like I had my old flip phone I didn't have data I didn't have Facebook (laughs) and social media on there like things have changed over the Mm -hmm. time so we have to kind of adjust with it Um, the one warning I will always say though, is like, if you're going to do this, make sure you really educate the staff on like when Mm -hmm. photos are appropriate, like in your cabin space, you, they cannot be taking photos in there on their personal devices. There's kind of Mm -hmm. that gray area. So you have to really educate them. Don't just like, like, yeah, take photos on your phone and then send them to me. I'm sure Aaron (laughs) did this. I trust that he did, but like, make sure you're teaching them when it's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And you're really like you're gonna do this police it like aaron did and like be strict with yep. it um but i like the idea of like pushing and challenging and i remember when you told me about this i seriously considered it for that summer i like walked through it and was like okay how could this be beneficial how could this be harmful and i weighed all of mm-hmm. it and in mm-hmm. the end we decided not to take that step but like you had me thinking <laughs> oh man i almost broke that tradition for almost you. it was so close dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> 
I uh, I had such a hard time with the phones. We we were very lucky in the sense that we didn't we don't have cell service at yeah. camp. Mm-hmm. And but at the same time, like some people use these for watches, some people use mm-hmm. these for alarms, and so they 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 have integrated themselves into daily life and so learning to adapt to that i was never really good at it um i had an actual alarm instead of using my phone when i was at camp i rarely had my phone um and that's since changed since i haven't been at camp i i feel like i always have my phone with me but then thinking about that with staff members it can be a hard habit to break so why not Mm -hmm. promote it in a way that could benefit them with having some great pictures, but also camp as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's, and it's just like you said, like you got to make sure it's right for your camp. And I think the biggest lesson we took away from it was to not have a gut reaction to things that have been, I'll even use the word taboo in the past when it comes to technology. Oh yeah. Um, because it's always been the mantra of camp, right. To like unplug, Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of kids that thrive with certain situations that you could use technology for. I'm not saying like start bringing in projectors and smoke machines and <laughs> all like have like all that stuff for your worships and everything, but it can mean like, hey, if you're if you have a meeting space for your closing worship, like when kids are going home, why don't you all go in the meeting space and throw the lyrics to all the songs on the screen so the parents know the like how to sing the song with their kids and things like that. And then throw up a slideshow of all the pictures during the week for the parent meeting while they're waiting for the kids to finish up whatever. And so it's just a way of what's the best way you can blend that. And just to think outside the box. Definitely. I think it's the, I think it's the longest we've ever talked about a camp hack. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It was a camp. So (laughs) good work. Well, thanks Aaron for bringing that camp hack. Um, now we're going to turn it over to Johnny boy and hear a story. <laughs> Johnny boy. Yeah. I'm you know, I'm trying out different nicknames tonight. Just seeing what's next. 2021 is so weird. <laughs> yeah. Let's go crazy already. Oh God. It is 2021. Um, all right. So <clears throat> I think my story is a testament to, um, taking care of camp property um Mm. whether that be buildings or trails or whatever so we had a problem one year um i am laying in bed in my cabin it's a staff cabin um or a staff member cabin it's for year-round staff the program director stayed there and i wake up in the middle of the night hearing scratching at a door and I get a little nervous, so I start kind of just laying there listening to this noise. And I get up, and I start walking towards the bathroom in my cabin, and then I hear these little feet scurry away. I was like, okay, it's probably just a mouse. So I go back to bed, and I wake up in the morning, and I'm thinking, hold on. That was maybe a little too big for a mouse. Like, that was a big mouse. And I hardly keep any food in my cabin. Um, So, 
there's no way that mouse could have grown that big to have that big of footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> and so finally I'm like, okay, it's probably just a mouse, whatever. A couple days go by and I wake up in the middle of the night again to this scratching at the door. And I'm just like, I have to ignore it. I need sleep. Like tomorrow's a long day. So I try to ignore it. But then all of a sudden, the scratching at the door stops. And I can hear it running around in my kitchen. And so I'm like, okay, that's not great. So I get up. And obviously, this is a smart animal. And it can tell that I'm awake. And as soon as I get up, it runs back to wherever and is gone. And I can't find it. I still just do not know what it is. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure this out. need to, you know, start finding out where it's coming in. I don't. Um, I wake up the next morning and I'm immediately back into camp and I forget about this animal that's waking me up in the middle of the night. I come back to my cabin and at the end of the day and what little food that I did have in my cabin was all over the place, just absolutely scattered and chewed apart (laughs) and bags were chewed up. One of my favorite wool shirts was all torn up and chewed up. My leather gloves were torn into. I was like, this is one hulk of a mouse like <laughs> so i i don't think it's a mouse and finally i'm like okay i really need to figure out how this thing's coming in so i go to bed and of course i wake up in the middle of the night to this thing trying to get in again i go to the bathroom and i'd let it go on long enough that it had actually started to chew a hole and scratch a hole in the corner of the door <laughs> of the bathroom so it could get out of the bathroom and, and, and into the cabin. Oh, my God. Yeah, and know. after a while, this one turns into a couple. This couple turns into, you know, like three or four of these things running around. I finally get a glimpse of it, and... I'm kind of going to leave it there because I want you both to guess. At <laughs> first, I want you to use your imagination. I want you to um, describe this animal to me. And then I want you to figure out how you would take care of, um, you know, not having it invade your space anymore. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. I don't. <laughs> Fine. You go, Jeff. The fight thing is, this is the second time you've told a story about like uh, small animals like creeping in on space. The last time was about badgers, um, right? So I'll respond differently yeah. than I did that time. That's um, good. <laughs> so um, what I would do is, I'm guessing it's like, I'm guessing it's probably rats. Like that seems the most, um, most logical, but it could be like raccoons but you know for my answer it doesn't really matter what it is um that's kind of boring but okay yeah you know maybe it's small children i don't know oh. i don't know what you do in idaho elves <laughs> elves yeah there we go cool um but there, no so there, there goes my answer <laughs> sorry 
<laughs> you can still have it. I'll give it back. Um, but what I would do is I would start leaving um, trails of food. But I would like leave it on like an obstacle course and like make a path for them to like climb. <laughs> and I basically want to start training them because like oh. they're already there. You're not getting rid of them. You might as well use them. Um, so I'm going to say they're big rats, oh. like large raccoon sized rats. Um, okay. I want to train them. So I'm going to start leaving food into trails and like rewarding them for like doing things, like setting up something they have to solve and then having food at the other end. And I just want to train them so that they become smart. Um, so eventually we, I can uh, use them. For what? I'm just saying, this is how the fire swamps and Princess Bride started. You know, it, it, you just, it, you never know when you might need some giant rats to like. Rod- rodents of unusual size. Yeah. You got a misbehaving camper? Rats. Oh! <laughs> what, like feed them to them? No, you just scare them with it. Oh. <laughs> but you've trained tactic. them to but you've trained them to eat to eat That's... food well you guys are taking this way wrong okay <laughs> like you literally used rats as a punishment for misbehaving campers and the rats have been eating things but what no, are we so like inside? if you have back to an old story you have campers that are like planning on sneaking out and you know it's gonna oh, happen dude. you train the rats to patrol the cabin at night like <laughs> You got it. Security guards? Yes. This is so practical. (laughs) That is so scary. No, I think I like that. I like the rats. That's patrol. All right, Aaron. Top that. I can't. I can't. You made anthropomorphic rats to patrol your property. That's (laughs) cheating. It's a big word. (laughs) I, uh... You know, if it was Texas, which I know you're not, I'd say it could either be raccoons or armadillas. But uh, I guess armadilla. armadilla is a shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> an armadillo. I know. Um, I know what that is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say you have a really bad problem with naked mole rats. <laughs> um because why else would they be digging into your leather gloves? Like they probably right. thought it was food and was chewing it and they're like, mm, a little oily. <laughs> um, and then after they got into it, you know, I'm not really getting a good vibe from this. And then they go find something else like, ooh, look at this bag of peanuts. This is way better. Or I don't know, fish. I assume you stored fish in your yeah, cabin. Yeah, definitely fish. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I assume that was that is what was scratching. But I think when they started hearing more than one, I assume that the naked mole rat went and told his friends. And I assume a naked mole rat being naked and blind probably doesn't have other naked mole rat friends. It probably just has various friends that it thinks are naked mole rats. And so you probably had a barrage of creatures outside your door that had you just open when you opened it up. I assume you were greeted by a naked mole rat, a badger, small bear, probably a human child. Um, <laughs> Things, things like that. Mowgli. And it, Mowgli. <laughs> and I assume you open it. We're quite surprised at first, but John, you're a kind soul and probably invited them in, set up chairs, fed them, and befriended them. And I think you still hang out with them to this day. Wow. You don't know me at all. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. Um, so you're both kind of wrong. What? what? No way. By How that, are I wrong? You were very in wrong. All, in all actuality, I thought it, it had to be a raccoon or badger, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, not a raccoon, not a badger. Um, woodchuck. So, woodchuck. Was it a woodchuck? I find nope. I finally was, get a glimpse of it. Was it a fish? And it's a kitty cat. A pack rat. You now. <laughs> wait a minute. How can he be that wrong when it's literally a rat? No, think bigger. He literally said big rat. No, like bigger than big rat. Is it like Half raccoon rat. size? It's like a cat size raccoon or cat size. Um, That's literally rat. what I described. The raccoon size. Wait a minute. Is it? Are these real? Yeah, pack rats. I'm like, oh, that is huge. Yeah. Um. So I finally get a glimpse of it, and um, I I said at the beginning like this is a testament to learning to take care of your space um, and camp property and everything. I was so tired at the end of the day that even waking up in the middle of the night was a chore um, when it was a pack rat trying to come in and um, take over my house. Um, And then completely being engrossed in camp and all the stuff that I had to do the next day to not take care of the problem (laughs) for like a good while (laughs) and so what i did is i did set some traps um i did not befriend them sorry aaron what Um, but then after setting the traps like again i didn't finish taking care of the problem i they some more came back and Eventually, I had to buckle down and figure out where they were coming in. And they were coming in through under underneath the cabin, uh, up through some spaces that sh- eventually wood had split and rotted away, and these rats had gotten in. Um, and then we found like some bad pipes and other wonderful things underneath the cabin. Um, bad? You say bad pipes? Yeah. Like. Not bagpipes. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Like water pipes. Oh, I thought you meant like crack pipes. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But uh, so, like, I was letting these rats come in and take over because I was so busy and I wasn't taking care of myself um, and my space at camp. Um, and I think that's something we can all learn from. Just take care of your space. Um, take time for yourself. We said this over and over. Um, and don't let pack rats take over your cabin. You know, I have to John, say, after looking at these pictures of pack rats, yeah, I think I was exactly right. That's what I was. Picturing. I think I, I was going to say, John. I don't. I, I I'm sitting here looking at the Wikipedia for pack okay. rat. Right. Are you? I'm not entirely sure what you saw was a pack rat. Why? Because they seem like just a little bit bigger than rats, but they're not like cat size. Oh, but then they get cat size. Have you seen a pack rat in Idaho, Aaron? I feel like he's making this up. 
I feel like this is like a <laughs> jackalope kind of scenario. I, I will say Absolutely that not. like at uh, Sugar Creek, we had infamous what we called bear coons. They were <laughs> raccoons, but they were like three times the size of normal raccoons. Yeah. Bear coon. A yeah. bear coon is a musical artist, apparently. Oh, well, it's also a very large raccoon. Um, <laughs> so I, I know in some areas, depending on like their feeding habits, they can get larger than normal. So I don't think it's unbelievable but i also think i was right by saying a large rat <laughs> all right yes you were right yes um but they're also just really gross i don't i don't believe you <laughs> don't believe me I don't, I don't believe you i think okay. i think you've i'm gonna need further proof of this Please. because you, you're telling me that there is a cat-sized rat that was intruding upon your space. I, even a small cat is like so ten pounds. Let me let me. Um, I can bring somebody else into the story. The program director before me, um, that lived in that cabin. Um, I was a, a a staff member one summer, and they also had a problem with pack rats <sighs> um, okay. that what, they didn't what, really take care of. But what was, what was they that? were so big. And her name is Karen. I will tell her to call get in. you in touch. Yeah, we're, we'll we'll have her call in. That's what we'll do. Karen, um, uh, Karen, this is Aaron. I need you to help me out here. I'm she, not. I, they I, were I, so big and so gross. She did not feel comfortable sleeping in her own bed, and she pitched a tent in the middle of the cabin and slept in that. Wait a minute. <laughs> she <laughs> in in the middle of the cabin. Why not just like pitch the tent on your bed? Yeah, because it wouldn't fit. Oh, like a big tent. Yeah. Oh, just get a smaller tent. You guys have lots of them. You're in Idaho. You can do camping stuff. Right, but like, we are so disorganized on this podcast today. <laughs> when you're that scared of a giant rat, you're not obviously not. Wait, thinking. a giant rat? Ah! Yes, he admitted it. No, I admit it. Types uh, of rats in Idaho. Karen <laughs> is really hung up on this. He's I don't, fact checking. Us he today. won't let it go. I'm just. Oh my gosh, that's, oh, that's too many. I'm not looking at all this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Moses! Are you sure it wasn't a beaver? I'm very sure it wasn't a beaver. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying that could be confused for a large rat. <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, I look it... forward. I look forward to that phone to that voicemail. Yeah, uh, bringing it back <laughs> to the moral of John's story, though, uh, just clean up after yourself and take time <laughs> to clean up after yourself, especially yeah. at camp. <gasps> Wait, was it a muskrat? Oh, oh dang it! I've trapped a lot of those too. It's definitely not a muskrat. Okay, fine. Bigger. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right well uh... we're gonna have a uh this one time at summer camp escape to idaho and you're gonna oh, we're gonna awesome. have you meet a pack rat what about yes. was it a chiseled tooth kangaroo rat <laughs> apparently um, those are native to idaho chiseled no not that kangaroo rat i'm looking oh my gosh those are adorable you better not have trapped one of those. These are really cute. 
Elbows no. are really cute. Definitely not. Okay, fine. I'll drop it. So if I want if I want to hear this voicemail, what's the best way she can get to that voicemail there, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, well, there are a few ways that you can reach out to us, and I'm going to stall while I pull out the phone number. Um, it's 262-885-1551. That's the one. You can call that number that Aaron just read and leave us a voicemail. You can leave a camp hack, a short story, a review. Really anything, we'll probably play it because why not? Um, you can also reach us on Facebook at this one time at summer camp. Just find our page, hit us up on there, send us messages with some stuff you want us to promote. And we probably will again, because why not? Um, you can also email us at, because this... we appreciate you. We do. We appreciate you, Rhonda. Oh, sorry. Uh, Rhonda. Uh, you can email us at this number one time at summer camp at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Aaron, drop it. <laughs> oh, Aaron. I'm just wondering if it was maybe a marmot. It was not a marmot. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate all of you <laughs> listening in, and hopefully we're back next week a little more organized. We are out of practice. Nah. It has been... I don't know what you're talking about. This is a Hall of Fame episode. <laughs> it's been almost a month since we recorded. Like, it's it's been a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, so. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening to us drone on. <laughs> thank you so much. Make sure you tell a friend about us, uh, leave a review, give us star ratings that are highly appreciated. Please, please, please comment on this post on Facebook about your favorite Idaho rodent. Yeah, or also comment your New Year's resolution. Like, that's cool, too. And it can't be me. I really don't want to hear about the resolution. I want to hear about our favorite rodents. These okay. are really cute. I, I know, rodent. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, this... it cannot be me. <laughs> All right. Uh, We're going to say goodbye now. Peace out, y'all. Listen next week. Take care. Thanks, Bye. everybody. summer camp